Welcome to Land Parties, episode 110 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, my fabulous co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? My weekend was good. It was busy. Ryan, we both had one goal to play (laughs) the New Horizon, and we both failed at it. So, (laughs) unfortunately... It was just one of those weekends that, like, life just started throwing a bunch of stuff my way that I had to focus yeah. on. So, no horizon for me. However, I'm glad to hear that the reception has been pretty positive, and I cannot wait to get into it. So, I'm still excited for it. Still pumped. Just delayed a little bit. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I didn't even get to play Legends. Like, this was a pretty gaming-free weekend for me, unfortunately. So, this is one of those <laughs> things that... Uh, uh, I can't afford too many of these. There's too many games. <laughs> Ryan, how are you? And more importantly, are you ready for some uh, a, a big weekend for yourself coming up next weekend? I am. There is there is all kinds of things going on. Like you said, I also I I did I finished a DLC for Horizon, uh, which I was really gosh I forgot how good that story is too. So I I really enjoyed finishing that up. I'm ready for Forbidden West. I have it. It's on my PlayStation. Just did not find the time this weekend to play it. Obviously, I've been prepping for Witch Queen, which mm-hmm. drops uh, yesterday as of when this podcast. Uh, drop so I'm I'm sure that my eyes are bloodshot and I've been playing all day uh, on Tuesday. Uh, however, it was good and yes, huge huge weekend uh, again. Big big thanks to you and and the folks over at uh, Level Up Expo. I'm gonna be emceeing uh, probably like I think like four or five panels uh, down there. We're gonna be talking Demon Slayer. We're gonna be talking Sailor Sailor Moon. We're gonna be talking. Uh, uh, cyanide and happiness uh it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really excited to have the opportunity uh to sit down host be in person again for that and then uh yeah we'll jibber jab and and talk all things uh anime and and what's going on in that world so i'm really excited about that it's just there's just so much going on right now i I don't know like seafood i don't even know if i'm ever getting back to seafood Yeah, I'm playing. We will. We will get back to it. <laughs> it's on me that Steve is going to be a while. <laughs> like, it's dropping down the list, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it should be fun. If any of you are listening in Vegas, definitely check Level Up out. It's a really well-run show. Uh, I think it was that was the last convention I went to before the pandemic started Same. a couple of years ago. Uh, yep. And a couple of guests that we've had on the show are going to be attending. Ryan, you're going to get to talk to a couple of them again, including yes. Ray Chase and Jeremy Lee. So it'll be nice to see some friendly faces out there. But seriously, if, if you feel safe going, go. Uh, they still have a mask requirement out there, which I think is a, probably a good thing for conventions mm-hmm. out here. Uh, so it should be fun. Check them out. Like I said, they do a real good job with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to the news, you got some Uncharted news, right? Yeah, so the Uncharted movie came out over the weekend, and it did better than people expected, uh, finishing at number one at the box office, but more importantly, making $55 million through President's Day weekend, uh, $44 mm. million over the traditional three-day weekend, which puts it at number four for video game adaptations for opening weekends. So pretty big news. 
Yeah. Uh, especially given that we're still in the pandemic and it, it seems like mm. any movie outside of Spider-Man was struggling. Of course, Tom Holland, man, that guy has become a star, <laughs> obviously. He's everywhere. He's <laughs> uh, everywhere. So it's, it's good to see. I know that I know that reception has been pretty mixed on it, uh, especially if you're coming in as a real big Uncharted fan. But it's good to see it do so well. Uh, you know, we've said this before. Video game movies are a market that hasn't really hit its true potential yet, both from a money mm-hmm. perspective and I think from a quality perspective for the most part. But to see it exceed expectations during a pandemic and, you know, it's great news. It's fantastic news. Big win for Sony, of course. And I think it's safe to say that uh, Nolan North will not get punched in the face by Mark Wahlberg. So I, think, <laughs> I think he's safe now. <laughs> officially confirmed he is safe yeah this is you know this is really encouraging to see again and we've talked about this too just how the level of standard for video game movies was quite subpar for quite a long time and i feel like more recently they've really put um some good efforts into these last uh video game movies that have come out sonic um uh, i can't even think of uh uh, other ones that that have come out uh, recently, uh, Pikachu. That's I mean, that's kind of, but not really. Um, but regardless, it, it's still it, it's really encouraging seeing that, seeing those numbers, especially the fact that things are still you know closed and locked down, and and or not. I'm sorry, not locked down. We're we're not locked down anymore. But things are still there's the man uh, mass mandates and and things of that nature. So seeing people being able to go out, still wanting to go and enjoy it. And our friend Aaron White, he was on this show here. He's a film critic. Yep. Uh, that that was here. You know, I, I always uh, follow, especially like when it comes to films and stuff like that, just to see what his thoughts are. And and he, he said that he went in with very low expectations and was surprisingly um, uh, entertained and had a great time watching it. So I think that's kind of the way that I go about things, especially in IP that I'm already familiar with. You, you got to kind of, you know, temper the the expectations, let it be what it is and just try to enjoy it as much as you can. Um, so I'm glad to see. And, and he's not the only person I've, I've saw multiple people uh, on my friends list. that were saying, oh, yeah, I went in with low expectations and I had a ton of fun. Uh, you know, it's a great adventure. Just go around running. Uh, There's funny moments and things like that. So you know, that makes me happy. This for me, uh, you know, again, I, this is a probably wait till it's on on like rental apps or or something like that for me to go check out. But, uh, you know, this is it's I hear it's solid. So if, if you are a fan of Uncharted or if you're not and you just like like good, like adventure and and uh, uh, action films, this is definitely going to be a film that you're going to want to check out. And I love that. I love the fact that, that, you know, it, it gets up and it charted up on those, uh, on the top video game, uh, uh, adaptations for movies as well. I, I think that, you know, again, is a positive push in the right direction. People are seeing, cause we got a bunch, a bunch of not only films, but also TV shows that are being adapted from video games. They're going to be yep. coming here this year and next year and the year after. And I'm sure, you know, more moving forward, but I, I just love that. I love the familiarity of a video game coming to life, whether it be IRL or if it's an animation, I'm just excited. Cause you're already familiar with the characters. You, 
you already know the lore. So it's that much more fun. It's almost like going into something, you know, knowing a secret or, or having this insight that a lot of people are just watching this as a standalone. Oh, this looks, it's got Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to check it out. Uh, you know, it, it's fun for, for people like us. So, uh, good on them. This is, this is, it, it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, and you know it, it, exactly. It's, it's kind of similar to what we saw with comic book movies, and then like the comic book shows spreading out to mm-hmm. Netflix. And uh, I mean, I know that Marvel's now on Disney Plus, obviously, but all that jazz. Uh, so it's good to see. I, I am really interested to see what property will break through uh, movie wise. You know, it, it, like we said this before, it was 2002 Spider Man that kind of broke through to mainstream audiences for comic book movies uh, mm-hmm. making whatever it was back in the day 115 million or whatever it was so we're still waiting for like that level of hit and i i do wonder and it, it excite it's exciting to think about what property could reach that next benchmark because i feel like once it starts to hit that then that the floodgates are really going to be opened uh and like you said with the tv shows coming out like the halo series and all that it's a pretty interesting time to see these adaptations coming uh there, there could be a bioshock series coming so you know mm-hmm. it, it'll be fun and and uh finally some good ones <laughs> so yeah we've waited yeah. too long too long don't forget borderlands too uh borderlands is also coming out yes uh, as well i believe that's going to be a film yeah dude there's there's all kinds of you know <laughs> it's funny because i was talking about that and how how good uh video game films have been getting and then i remember that there was a monster hunter that came out <laughs> you know, with Mila Djokovic and how just like that doesn't count. We, uh, <laughs> you're still going to have some bad ones. Okay. There was, there was still the, a green lantern. So, I mean, not, you can't, everything's not going to be perfect. And I, okay. Now I know I, you will not tell me that monster hunter is good and you cannot tell me that the resident evil movies were good. Like they started. Right. Okay. And that, Tim, that director should not touch any video game series that I like. Cause I feel like he just, Nope, it nosedives, and I hate it. So no, please yeah. stop. Please stop. Move yeah. on to something else. Yes, for for the sake of everybody. I mean, it's fun. I get it, but it's just like they're never really. They're they're literally just like they try to take stuff from the game and like just implant it into a film, you know. And it's like, look, man, like you can you can take elements, you can take the lore and stuff like that. But it's also important, I feel, especially when creating something that has so much backstory, to be able to make it your own. Uh, and and I, I feel like once they, you know, when there's more of that and not just a, a straight, you know, I'm, I'm this is the game, now it's in a film, um, you know, there's interesting character development, there's interesting... Uh, story, uh, you know, I feel like it, that is kind of the, like the factor that plays into whether something is going to be good on, on the silver screen, or it's just a, a poor attempt at trying to capitalize off of video game culture and, and the money that's in that industry now. Right. Yeah, so it, it'll be good. Like, I said, and I'm I'm also looking forward to what will be the first adaptation that really pushes the boundary. You know, kind of similar to to like what the Dark Knight did back in the day with the. Uh, right. So so it's since we're at the beginnings toward quality adaptations, it's pretty exciting. As a side note, Tom Holland, come on the show, please. Would love to come chat on, Tom. with Uncharted, and I promise 
I will not try and grill you from Marvel spoilers too much. <laughs> It'll be fun. Exactly. It'll be a good time amongst friends, Tom. Let's go. You, you know, too, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of Sony, that that was what we found later on a big inspiration or a big reason why they ended up buying Bungie was because not necessarily for uh destiny i mean obviously you you've got destiny the game uh that's in there there's the we we had talked about them working on live service games for sony but they had also talked about doing a live action destiny i am here for i don't know if it'll be a movie or a series but oh my goodness the lore behind that game alone is ridiculous and you can go in so many different directions with that but again i i, I love that sony is is still making moves like that they're like oh yeah yeah they got the game but we also have a movie studio and we put out films why not capitalize on that and then if you do a really good job at that the stuff is going to pay off tenfold. So more and more, as we're getting more information about, about that whole deal, we're starting to see that bigger picture. Oh, you know, people were very like, Oh, but all they got is destiny and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, dude, but there's so much more that they can do. Not only that, but they've been running a live service game since what? 2014. Uh, and they do a pretty, they, they do a pretty decent job at it. It still has its issues like, like every other live service game but they do it pretty well so that's exciting i would love to see a destiny not not i don't want a destiny movie uh-huh. i want a destiny series there's too much lore there's too much stuff to try to cram into a film uh that to me is straight up this is a tv series and and they build it out like that i think that would do really really well that would be exciting, and I think you're right. I think it has to be a series that that I don't think a movie could come close to covering the uh, breadth of of the lore in that series. So hopefully, the yep. uh, ne- Netflix or HBO Max series is coming soon. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of PlayStation, uh, we I hate to pivot to this, I really do, <laughs> but Ryan, the big update that was championed. And and promoted, and everybody said that this was the cyberpunk update that we were all waiting for. This was the version that probably should have been released. That's what that's what the whole sentiment was mm-hmm. with this. And I'm sure the updates are good, but Ryan, there might be an issue. <laughs> and it's a familiar issue. The updates might be good if you can get the game to run. And Gosh. Ryan <laughs> So there looks this like there terrible. might be problems on PS4, correct? Yes. Yeah, so and this is this is the disc version of the PS4. It's being reported that um, they are getting when they when they went to do the update and they go to open up the game, it is giving them a corruption error. I've seen this error before where it says that there's no data that exists. You have to uninstall the game and reinstall it. So that's what people did. They went uninstalled it, reinstalled it. Same issue. Some people went and as as far as completely restoring their PlayStation 4 and then installing the game and they still ran into the issue. So CD Projekt Red is aware of this, but how? How do you just completely butcher this again? Remember that one time where PlayStation took you off their store because your game was unplayable? What is you doing, baby? 
Come on now. Like this is I, I don't understand how something this major like this to where to where again is like, you know what, dude? Like you shouldn't have even mess with PS4. It beat you up the first time and you you went for round two and it got you again. They, they got you they're, they're making you they're making they're making them look like fools uh when it comes to this. My and I and I this is another game that I was supposed to jump into uh this weekend and I just didn't have time. Uh but it, you know, from what I'm hearing a a lot of changes, especially uh, with the haptic feedback on PlayStation Five, uh, every next gen thing. Like it is, it is solid. There's great features, better AI, where it's more like a GTA style AI as opposed to what it was before, which means they're really dynamic. Uh, they'll have their own their own like conversations or have their own aggressions with other people, which then could bring you into a conflict. So there's a lot of really good things if you can play the game. I am so sorry. For those those disc owners on PlayStation 4, because there is nothing more infuriating I, I can imagine than than being like, yes, dude, now is the time to do it. Or can you imagine actually going and you just bought the game, uh, a, a disc Ooh. for PS4 and you get like a complete outrage? I would I would be and I'm not I'm not one to jump on on these little hate wagons and stuff like that. But this is ridiculous when you've got a game that you can't play and you're selling it to people. And you said this is the version that we were supposed to that we really wanted to send out in the first. Oh, PlayStation. Sorry, it was never meant for you guys. PlayStation 4. I'm sorry. You guys were never supposed to be able to play this game. That was our bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy to me because, you know, a there's a not insignificant number of gamers who are still on on the ps4 <laughs> mm-hmm. b and i get it it's just the disc version but there's still a significant number of people who buy discs like it might not mm-hmm. be as huge as it was obviously but you know especially when you hear of the update it's tempting to go oh can i go to our local game store and try and get a deal on it <laughs> and then right. just it boggles my mind that after all the bad press they had to deal with, and a lot of it was deserved, um, again, not the developer's fault. I know we all know that that was bad decisions from up top down. Uh, mm-hmm. But after all that, after all that, you're going to release this update and then have this, <laughs> like like of all things to pop up, this. It, it is insane to me that they weren't just like, should we hold off? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, we're okay. <laughs> well, like that's the part that I don't get too. It's like if it works everywhere else, and 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 this is assuming uh, I don't know. This is this is uh, uh, just speculation, but. For the PlayStation 4 cloud version, or if you got it digitally, it's not experiencing this issue, but on the disc version, it is. So, like, that makes me wonder, like, what is different about the disc version as opposed to to the digital download that then would create an error like this? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. No, you it, know, it doesn't. It, yeah. I, I don't know, man. This is a game. How disappointing, dude. Because this game is fun, man. It, it is fun. Exactly. It and it's a game that prior to release, I would have been like, "Yep, that's right up my alley uh for a ton mm-hmm. of reasons." Uh and I've just been waiting and I'm one of those people that's still on the PS4. Thank goodness I didn't went out didn't go out and buy the disc. So I might just still buy the digital <laughs> version. So thank goodness I didn't do that. But man, like can you guys not stop tripping yourselves over these errors that are pretty big errors that are just now keeping the title with this cloud of negativity or surrounding it and ugh, ugh, 
There's a good game in there. It's supposed to be the turnaround. That was supposed to be the turnaround. You've, yeah. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What's that? I was gonna say there's a good game in there, but at this point, like, especially if you're a PlayStation gamer, what? Why? Why would you give them another chance? And I couldn't even blame them. Like, if they said nope, nope, yeah. just done. That's it's it's it's. Yeah, that it's heartbreaking to see that, and and it's I I say that in in respect to PlayStation Four uh, disc owners because it really is a, a lot of fun. It's a good adult game um, that I enjoyed, and they did. They're they're try, they're throwing out that it's more like an RPG now. I think that might be a little bit of a stretch, uh, but again, I haven't personally gone back in and played it out but i mean there's a lot of really good elements in this game and there's just a lot that that they went in and fixed but you're you're right you're just shooting themselves they're shooting themselves in the foot by having something like this happen and again it's sony that's the you know and i'm not saying sony sony someone but it's on the sony system that is having the most issues which we know uh, you know that before they had to get pulled off the playstation store because uh, similar issues they they were having all kinds of the graphics look like trash uh this and that so it's great that they went in and, and did this stuff but you got to make it work and playable. And how do they not figure out this game breaking issue in 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 QC? Where is the quality control? Yeah. Come on, CD Projekt Red. Right. What is that? And honestly, it makes me think because my first thought is, okay, Cyberpunk is probably a lost cause at this point. Even even if they continue down the track, which I hope they do, but mm-hmm. but I I don't think it's gonna ever be like a no man's sky. Like I don't think it ever gets anywhere close to regaining its luster. So then mm-hmm. you think, okay, so The Witcher Four should be their next project, right? But mm-hmm. like honestly, this makes me worried that the uh, people at the top are gonna rush that out because they feel like they need a hit. Because nothing so far with Cyberpunk has convinced me that they've learned any lessons that they, or that they're they're gonna do better. And so now I'm just like, well, I don't know, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like what do they what do they do they should take their time in the witcher 4 but can they afford to will the people at the top think they should probably not if they if they're if they know what's good for them they would i mean again they, they completely just butchered this release by trying to rush obviously um this this came now was this was this a year that the pandemic hit or the year before it was a year it hit right it year it hit, yeah 20 yeah end of 2020 so you literally had a ton of people indoors looking for something good. This game was so highly anticipated and just the rush, the, the, the rushed nature of it just caused it to, to, it just wasn't ready. It just wasn't ready. I mean, like you were saying, like No Man's Sky. Uh, I remember I was I was a day one with No Man's Sky, and I I was actually on a road trip from from New York back to Vegas, and I took my PlayStation with me because I was like I had pre-ordered. Oh, I was like, oh yes, dude. I was like, I'm ready. I am ready for. It. I've been waiting for this. Hopped in that night on on terrible terrible hotel Wi-Fi, and I got in. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Hit up my buddy. Like, all right, dude, let's meet. Let's find a planet to meet. Oh, wait a second we can't actually interact or see people in an instance in the multiplayer. I say, what is this? This is the loneliest universe ever. However, they made, they, they are like a, a Phoenix rising from the ashes. We know too, that they're there. It's coming out on, on a, a switch as well, but 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't I would love to see Cyberpunk make a shift like that. But when you have drops like this that then go from oh, the game, the game you know, is, is having issues to oh, more broken stuff on top of the other stuff. We made these changes, but uh, now we've introduced these these other things that are causing you not even to be able to play. It's hard to see that they're able to recover from this. And I think, too, it, you know, the, the thing that makes me even more curious is what happens next. I, I don't know if they have a roadmap or anything, but could this be that they say, it, depending on what the numbers are, if people do come back? Because that was one of our big questions this weekend on the GameCast was like, hey, they've made all these great changes. Is it enough to bring people that were already playing back and bring in new customers? Because there's also, I think it's like maybe 25 or 30 bucks uh, right now on Steam. So like the price is, the price is right. right. And I, I feel like if you're on a platform that's not PlayStation 4, I think you're pretty solid to get it. <laughs> Just don't get a disc on PlayStation 4. I don't know. I'd love to see this game. Uh, I, I, I feel like there's so much that you could do. And I and when I think about this game, I, I, I my mind goes to GTA 5. And to be able to have an experience like that in this city, in this game... I think that's I would love to see them go in that direction. I just don't know if they they, they would make that pivot. Yeah, I, I think what I struggle with, too, is even if this was the, you know, the quote, perfect release, mm -hmm. we're more than a year after the initial release of the game. So it just, mm -hmm. it just makes me think like it, it, it totally boggles the mind to think that they rushed it out a year more than 12 months early from what it should have been like that. The build now is supposedly the one that, you know, <laughs> should bring people back in in 2022 when this game came out in 2020, <laughs> like, like too late. It's, it's crazy. And we talked about this last week. Too many good games are coming out. Yes. Too many huge games. Like, uh, you know, the calculation in my head is $30 for cyberpunk or 60 for horizon. Well, I'm just going with Horizon every day because I already know that that series is great. I know that it's going to, you know, I can dive deep and spend as much time as I want in that world. Like, it, mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, it, and kind of just uh, going a little off topic here. There was a little bit of an issue with that Forbidden West drop. I don't know if you guys noticed, and, I, and there might be some, some legal things that come out of this as well. But if you go on, so I went on my PlayStation 5, and it was $69, so $70 for the game. However, if you go on PlayStation 4, you can buy the PlayStation 4 version and then upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. And you can do that for 60 bucks. That's what I did, literally. Uh, so, like, that is an issue. And I don't like I felt like that was weird. Like, I don't know if there was something that they had already planned or something. They like, I don't know why you don't step away from that, because essentially you're just ripping off PlayStation 5 because PlayStation on, on a store on PlayStation 5. There wasn't even an option to buy a, a PS4 version. However, if you got if you bought the PlayStation 5 version, you automatically get the, the PlayStation 4 version. So it's literally two of the same packages, one $10 oh, less. 
That's so if you haven't purchased it yet, make sure that you purchase the PlayStation 4 version and then do the upgrade to the PlayStation 5 if you have a PlayStation 5 because it's free. You save yourself 10 bucks. There you go. That's shady. That's shady. <laughs> it's so shady. I didn't even know all right, so so here's the thing. They did actually, so it, it does seem shady, but they did actually say something about it, and they did talk about it. So really, I, like for me, it then becomes a matter, I guess, of perspective. It's like, okay, you guys have acknowledged that this is a thing. Why not just pull the PS5 version off then, or just make them the same price? Like that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, look, dude, like we all know that this is a thing. Why are you continuing to do it? Because to me, that's somebody that like isn't paying attention or whatever. Hey, I'm 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 getting the game. They're paying an extra ten bucks, and they had no knowledge of it being ten dollars cheaper for the same exact game. You just have to get it on PlayStation Four and then upgrade to PlayStation Five. Very funky. It is. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. The more you know. Well- <laughs> Yeah, and we'll see if there's any legal matters that come from that. I know we're getting a little long-winded here. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll, we'll see you guys here on the backside. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, if you're a fighting game fan, there was some pretty big news that dropped uh, last night. Nope, a couple nights ago, based on when this episode Mm -hmm. comes out. (laughs) We are getting a Street Fighter VI. So big news because this is the first new numbered Street Fighter in a long time. Uh, If you remember, they did Street Fighter V and then did a couple of iterations off of that. But yeah. I must say, what was hilarious to me is there was the countdown that lasted all day long to this announcement. And this announcement was a 40-second teaser (laughs) with them saying, more details are coming this summer. (laughs) And I don't know anybody that's a big Street Fighter fan that would be like super obsessed with this. But if I was, I'd be a little bit annoyed that I waited all day long for a 40-second teaser <laughs> with the promise Look. of more details to come. Like, Capcom, you couldn't have given us a little bit more? Like, anything? Yeah, you know, this was really about reuse feet, okay? So, <laughs> the people got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, so that, here's, here's the big thing. Now, even though it's not a lot, I still think it's really exciting because now, now fans have a confirmation that there is going to be a next iteration in the Street Fighter series, which is huge. This, and, and again, if you're not a, a fighting game fan, haven't played them a lot, or you just remember like Street Fighter 2 and stuff like that um you know this may not be as exciting my brother is a huge street fighter fan like he's that guy that was practicing for hours and hours you know a day and then going into to, uh lobbies and uh he, he actually did uh um uh, what's the one that's out here evo uh-huh. uh, um yeah he did evo one year with the uh first street fighter but uh yeah this is this is huge this is uh really huge i graphically uh really looks kind of crazy he looks very chonky here um but you know we're we're getting they're getting thicker and thicker and veinier and veinier (laughs) see okay i told you this before we recorded i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there ryu looks like 2008 incredible hulk look it up go side by side they look remarkably similar which i don't know 
if that's cool to me or a little disturbing. <laughs> I, I haven't decided yet, but my goodness, <laughs> they yeah. they made a choice on the new character model. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did, and they went they went all in. Uh, but this is this is exciting because those games, and, and it's crazy to think that. Street Fighters have been around since I was a kid. So the fact that they're still making new ones, they've gotten better. Um, you know, I don't I've always kind of been a little skeptical. I don't like the model necessarily that they have how they'll you know, you'll have your base game. Then they'll come out with a DLC and the DLC includes characters kind of like Smash and some other games. I, I don't like that model because I feel like it then locks characters behind pay i mean it does it that's literally what it's doing it's locking characters behind paywalls so if financially you can't afford that then you're kind of in a jam there you just i just can never use this character which you know for me i'm not a big fan of that i feel like if somebody's in a game then everybody should have the opportunity to be able to that kind of levels out the playing field um because, you know, again, if, if you have a character that has something and you have no counter to this person or whatever, uh, that that can be problematic. But I'm excited to see what they have. We've got confirmation now that they are that they have been working on on this next uh, Street Fighter. So I'm curious to see. Did they say uh, anything about uh, they probably didn't say anything about like release date or any expectations as far as uh, when it's coming out? Just that. Like, hey, we've been working yeah, on no, this. Yeah, no, no, I, I, um, I don't think they did, unless I'm totally blocking that from my memory. I think it was just check back this summer. <laughs> Come back later, and we'll tell you more, and maybe give you some more stuff. Uh, the other thing that I'm curious to you about, as far as with this, is just their, uh, you know, their their multiplayer, uh, their servers and things like that. I know that that has been an issue uh, at times. So I'm wondering if there's any kind of work that went into the back end of this uh, to help improve some of those, uh, some of the uh, uh, stability and and uh, issues that they've faced with multiplayer in the past. Because really, uh, especially with fighting games, it's really about that input lag and and the the least amount of you you need the least amount of input lag possible to compete at a high level in in these fighting games so um it'll be interesting to see if they they're they're working off the same framework as that or if they made any or if they plan on making any kind of changes on the back end to help with that multiplayer experience because this is i mean this is it doesn't seem like it's huge to to us because neither one of us are really fighting game players um but i know in the fgc world uh this is a huge announcement so We'll see what the we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. I'm excited actually to see uh, more from it. I, I'm not even I don't I don't even know like I know there's a story too, but I have not kept up on the story since like uh, I don't know never. <laughs> if somebody wants to try and teach me, I don't know if this is possible, but I'm willing to try and learn a little bit. Anything it's it's just all the combos I can never get down. <laughs> Well, that's the biggest thing, dude. It's like if you don't know, like I'm, I'm more of the button button mashing uh, variety when it comes to those games. So it's like when you got somebody that knows and they're they're using the the fight sticks and this and that. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't want any part of that, man. <laughs> give me, give me Capcom versus Marvel or something. Is it breaking news? Uh, we will not be competing in Evo. <laughs> no, no, we will not. No, we will not. 
Oh man, that's yeah, that that is exciting. Though we'll see, uh, we'll see what uh, uh, comes from that, and and uh, I'm I'm sure it's going to be solid. I'm excited for for people to get their hands on that as well. Um, shifting over to a little bit of esports news. This is a little, it's a little older. Um, I think this was reported last week or maybe even the week before that. Uh, but I, I saw that it, and I thought I had heard this before, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure you guys obviously know. I, I love, I love Overwatch, but it has become very stale for me. We've heard the rumors about Overwatch 2. We know it's coming. Uh, obviously, there has been massive, massive uh, uh, turbulence over at Activision Blizzard. So, And we had a lot of big players leave. I basically was like, all right, I don't think Overwatch 2 is going to happen. It is still going to happen. And... They plan on this next, the fifth season of the Overwatch League, which starts, I believe, May 5th. I know it's May, will actually be played, excuse me, on uh, Overwatch 2, an early build of Overwatch 2. And what does this mean competitively? That means that, because remember uh, from these updates, they're going from six player teams to five player teams, which is doesn't seem like a lot, but that's huge. I believe they are they are eliminating one of the tank roles is what it is. So you'll only have one tank. The rest will be DPS and and support. So that'll be interesting uh, to be able to actually watch it. We know and they've announced that the game's not coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the earliest is going to be coming out would be would be next year. But what this does is gives fans uh, a good solid view of what Overwatch 2 is going to be like, even though this is an early build of it, it still gives us an idea. I thought it was kind of weird though, that, that this, this to me is kind of a, it it obviously has its pros and cons. Uh, One, we're, we're being, we're at least going to be able to see how it plays. We'll be able to watch other people play it and stuff like that. Um, the, the con to me though is that now you've got this league. This is an official league that's going to be playing on a essentially beta version of the game for their league play, which seems kind of weird. You'd think that they would want to play on something that's stable. Um, right. it's almost like they're, they're using the league play to beta test their game, which is crazy to me. That seems crazy. So I don't, I don't know. Um, it's still exciting. I, I, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a boon actually uh, to the Overwatch League because you're going to have people that want to see what Overwatch Two is about. Whether that is just a short term boon or something that they're able to capitalize on and then keep those viewers and and, and keep people coming back and interested in it, um, we shall see. The other thing too is, uh, which I didn't realize, but Overwatch One when these when these changes are actually implemented. Implemented. They are also going to be uh, implemented in uh, Overwatch One as well. So you will go in Overwatch One. It'll go from six players to uh, um, or six player teams to five player teams, and, and other changes will also move over there. But again, I don't. At that point, it's like 
there's no point in really even having Overwatch one mm-hmm. because all that stuff is going to be in there. There is a new mode. Uh, I think it's a, a I can't remember what it was like, maybe like a push mode or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure what the difference is in that mode, but we know for sure that we're going to be getting and they're going to be playing in Overwatch Two build and and they're going to be playing with that new mode uh, enabled as well. So what are your thoughts on it? is this something that would uh, that you would at least uh, go and and make you want to check out just to see what overwatch 2 is going to be about it would you know and honestly i was a a casual overwatch player but uh have Mm -hmm. long since uh let that ship sail uh like like you said ryan (laughs) it just got stale uh and and uh especially since i wasn't super competitive i just kind of dipped for fun with friends uh eventually Mm -hmm. just kind of got old uh i think i think from a a uh marketing uh, standpoint this is a great decision it's going to get overwatch 2 in the uh discussion going and so that can only be great yep. and you're marketing it right to your core base of players so you're going to start to build the hype and the excitement and they can start to see what's different and what's new and how everything plays so i think that's a great idea it is a mm-hmm. little baffling to me that they're going to basically play test this though in their competitive league <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's you would hate to see any match come down to something that they just hadn't patched yet <laughs> which seems like it's gonna happen like like because they, they've said this is an early build so i'm like okay so everything's not gonna be perfectly balanced and there are gonna be right. different things that they have to work out so at some point that's gonna come into play and i wonder if teams are gonna be like hey <laughs> What the that heck? That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it just seems weird to me that the, like like this is the route they're doing it. But, you know, I think that they do need to get the hype train rolling, even if it doesn't come out yeah. until next year, uh, which I hope it does. Uh, but this is a great way to keep it consistently in, in the public's uh, view. So I think that is great. I just hope that there's not like a huge, huge scenario that, <laughs> that doesn't go well. <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously they have confidence in the build, otherwise they wouldn't commit to it, but they also stress it's an early build, and we all know that they can test and test and test a game, but as soon as it's out in the public, uh, they start seeing a bunch of bugs. So, exactly. I don't know. That part would worry me. Yeah. It, well, the other thing, too, is, and, and I can't imagine that they would, excuse me, but because uh, the, the main thing for me with Overwatch, there's there's really two big things that, that were really just really stand out for me is the uh uh the new characters that they bring which i can't imagine that they would bring in new characters during this time i think that would be super awkward and nobody else would be able to play them uh and that would be very underwhelming and the and the lore and the cinematics and the comics and stuff like that have always been you know they they do a really good job of building this is another one that i think could be adapted into like a film or a series because they've got a rich story uh within this i just want more and i want it in a better more concise way of delivering it to me because sometimes they have animated shorts sometimes it's comics uh you know it's like give it it's kind of like that destiny thing it's like look dude like don't make me go Give it to me in in a more palpable palpable uh, way, you know. Give yep. it to me in a in a film that goes from start to finish, and they all have a thing or whatever. Uh, but maybe also too, that's the reason why they look at uh, going and and um, uh, do it doing. I guess doing that and and doing that stuff and and not uh, necessarily. Uh, 
doing it a different way. I don't know. It, it just seems it just seems kind of weird to me. But yeah, this is I mean, for me, this is I think this is a good this is it's good to be able to see some of these newer things, some of these new maps, some of the new abilities, uh, the different way. And we're getting a head start on being able to see this as as regular consumers. Um, but at the same time, competitively, I would be there's I, I feel like it is inevitable that there is going to be a situation that comes down to, oh, this in the build is what caused X, Y, and Z to happen. Right. This is a problem, you know, and which will be a problem. But I, I can imagine that we're going to be seeing, especially these first couple of weeks when the season starts back up, I imagine their viewer numbers are going to be looking pretty solid. And that's the kind of stuff that they need are these, are these sustainable viewer numbers. We know that when they switched from Twitch over to YouTube, there was a big drop. Then they didn't even have the like incentives of watching it. That took like a year to be able to implement into YouTube. So I feel like, like they're, they're really starting to hit a good stride. Obviously went into the pandemic that caused a whole other litany of issues. So hopefully things are settling down a little bit for them and we're able to have like a good solid season. Like I want to be able to feel like, I can reinvest time back into Overwatch. I want to very badly. I just don't have an incentive to do so right now. Yeah, and I was thinking, and I don't think this is going to happen. I don't even think it's it's very likely. But uh, there is a little bit of a risk at the running that if, for whatever reason, this build isn't great, uh, mm-hmm. to have your if if their competitive players speak out against this game, it could be pretty damaging. <laughs> Uh, in in the long haul not that i think that's going to happen obviously because they 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 know that what they're doing but uh it's a little risky to to throw it to their competitive players because if sentiment among the teams turn on that build uh that 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 would be tough to overcome um it's not gonna happen i'm positive I'm, i'm optimistic about that but it's a little risky it is but they're probably getting paid a nice chunk of change to to make sure that they they keep that positive uh, <laughs> talk going on. So speaking of speaking of positive, this 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 last story, dude, is absolutely amazing. Uh, but recently, a treasure trove of video games has been unearthed, unearthed, unearthed in I don't know why I said that <laughs> in Nebraska. Of all places, there is a video game store that closed. And my understanding is it's basically somebody was able to get a hold of this unit. And there were boxes upon boxes of unopened Sega Genesis, uh, Super Nintendo. Um, I don't even remember some of some of the other systems. Uh, Sega Saturn, uh, absolutely insane. I'm just looking at this video now, and like these are manufactured packaging mm. that these games are still in. They are hundreds of duplicates of the game, and dude, some of these games go for. A huge amount of money. Uh, talking, let's see, some of the sealed copies. Chrono Trigger, worth over $2,400. Uh, Final Fantasy three worth around $1,300. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, 4, Turtles in Time, worth $1,400. They're estimating that, that 
look at it, a, a multi-tap, an original multi-tap. This is absolutely incredible. My understanding is that this came from a, it was a video store that had closed. And when they closed, they basically boxed up their inventory of games and, and they've just been sitting waiting for somebody to, Ooh. to apparently find them. Do, can you imagine stumbling on some something like this, I would have lost my mind. Some of these games, I'm looking at some of these games like, dude, I remember that, that X-Men game. <laughs> I remember playing that on Sega Genesis as a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this is Shaq Fu. Like, this is crazy. I could not imagine just stumbling on this. It, I, I absolutely love it. Kudos to the people that, that end up getting this because they are going to make a ton of money. Plus they have a bunch of nostalgic stuff that they can, you know, there's enough duplicate copies that they can keep things for themselves personally as well. But wow. Can you imagine stumbling on something like this? I would, I would absolutely fall apart. I would absolutely fall apart. Like, <gasps> Yeah, that would be so amazing. I uh, I'm happy for them and also jealous of them. Mm -hmm. Like, my goodness, like, I don't even know how I'd react to stumble upon this. Uh, as a side note, I used to watch the show Storage War. So this is like the dream. Yes. Like, like, the dream. Yes. Like, oh, oh, I my goodness, I would be calling everybody new and be like, guys, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> it mm -hmm. happened. It happened. I can I can afford to buy a PS5 finally if I can ever actually <laughs> find one. <laughs> if I can ever find one. Yeah. So no, it, it is really cool. Uh obviously it's a lot better to have them found than have them just sitting there uh, lost in whatever shed they were storage unit they were they were uh, stuck in uh, mm -hmm. yeah i would love to know how they even found out about this unit and what that process was like to even get their hands on that unit because i think that would be super interesting really good uh we talk all the time about uh video game preservation you know and, and the challenges that this medium entails with that so to, to under to uncover just this giant treasure trove of games in perfect packaging is just awesome and amazing and thank goodness for them they get to keep some and then sell i'm sure yeah. the rest and yeah uh if they weren't video game collectors before they just got a really good jump start on becoming video game collectors <laughs> 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 and yeah it's a really cool story i hope someday that we're that lucky ryan gosh i would love that i can't but that is the only like feasible way i could think why somebody would have something in the originally sealed packaging is because it was from a video store. They had extra inventory and they closed down. Otherwise, I'm just like, I couldn't imagine buying a game and being like, all right, you're going to sit up here and I'm never going to touch you. I'm just going to look at you. Uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but this is, I mean, this, this, the boxes are just, they just take me back to my childhood. I'm like, oh yeah, Aladdin. I remember that game or, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, this gives me so many feels and you're right. You know, the, I, I think this is another, you know, again, this, this touches on that, that preservation of, uh, video games, especially these older ones. And I really hope that 
that they with some of this stuff, especially mainly not even especially mainly Nintendo games, uh, which I feel is an issue. But I kind of feel like Nintendo does that on purpose. Like Nintendo's big thing is that there's a scarcity uh, and and once it's gone, it's gone. It's almost like Disney. You know what I mean? Like, hey, once we put it in the vault, Uh, you can never get it again until we release it 25 years later. (laughs) it's just like why just let me let me what (laughs) you know as a kid i used to believe that disney had like an actual vault that they would just like randomly like throw that stuff into you lied to me disney you lied (laughs) are you telling me that there's not like a scrooge mcduck size (laughs) vault with a mickey head as the handle because that's how i've always imagined it like i really hope that that's it like you have to be you have to go through like all these security checks just to be able to walk up to the vault <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's to, that's to get through the voice uh. <laughs> yeah dude this is this is such a cool story though uh and 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 Man, these they, that's a jackpot. That is a treasure trove of video games. And I can't believe a find like that. There's got to be. I bet, too, that there are other storage units and things like that that have collections like this just from places that shut down, especially when your brick and mortar uh, video stores went under. You know, they had a huge stock of, of movies and video games. So it's like, what what happened with all that stuff? Where's that stuff at? This, this gets me wanting to go back and talk to my mom like look what happened to the old games that we had because i know i had my super nintendo still with games i know i still had my 64 with games where's it at mom where's it at right (laughs) and uh, a hot tip for everybody out there if you know of any storage units with a ton of games sitting there if you want to send us a tip Yo. where they're at that'd be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> i would love it i i am here for it good stuff good stuff man uh what do you got going on this weekend my friend well this weekend should be a little lighter so i i think i can actually get some gaming in and actually do mm-hmm. what i was supposed to do last weekend <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm excited mm-hmm. to see horizon uh seafood's just on the back burner for right now i'll get to it eventually uh yeah i'll probably have my girlfriend finish it at some point because she can actually do well in that game I'm like, so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna sit there and watch <laughs> I'll, I'll be cheering her on be the moral support yeah. like go yes. go yep yep uh my, my tv will will breathe a sigh of relief that it's no longer in danger of having a controller thrown <laughs> <in direction. laughs> uh, but no other than that uh pretty pretty light weekend uh relaxing um i'm gonna hopefully check out one day of dice it's not 100 percent sure so we'll mm, see okay. fingers crossed yeah but ryan i know that you hopefully have eaten by the end of the week and slept so a little bit yes. one, a couple hours <laughs> but what else do you got going on We'll try. Obviously, I'm going hard in the paint. Witch Queen drops uh, tomorrow as of this recording, so I'm really pumped for that. Uh, and then I'm I'm going to be looking to jump back or jump into uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Hopefully, get some time. And then, obviously, if you guys are here in Las Vegas, I'll be at the Level Level Up Expo on Friday and Sunday as well. So if you're out here, come come say what's up. Uh, come check out the panels. There, they're gonna be some some really fun panels that we've got going on, and then I'll probably uh, you know, 
do a little cruising down there. Still kind of uh, a little like eh, I got to keep it chill. We got the the little baby, so I'm not going to go too crazy or anything like that. But it'll be nice to to get out, see some people in in that environment again, and uh, just really excited for it. So. Yeah, that's all we got. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Don't forget, hit us up on the Twitter, tweeters, at LandPartiesPod, at LucasAgan, or at Smitty2447. Again, happy gaming, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to us. And don't you ever forget it. We love your faces. (laughs) 